Hey fam, welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast, the art of hearing God's perfect will. The podcast that invites you to tune into God's guidance and discover his flawless plan for your life. I'm Michelle Honora, your host, and I'm thrilled to have you here. I'm an author, speaker, and spiritual direction coach, as well as the founder and director of the Center for Prophetic Listening. In a world filled with noise and distractions, finding clarity in God's will can be a challenge, especially if you're facing significant life transitions. Whatever challenges you're encountering, you're about to learn how to discern God's perfect will for both significant and everyday situations. So tune in, open your heart, and embark with me on this sacred quest to hear God's voice and discern His perfect will for your life. Welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Super stoked that you're here with me. I have a very special guest joining me today. Her name is Tina Antrim, and she is a speaker. She's an author. She is a financial uh, coach and expert. Um, She's also worked as a high school guidance counselor, guys, for 29 plus years. Um, So she has some incredible experience uh, behind her belt. But really, her message when she's not being a high, a high school guidance counselor, she is teaching people how to be financially free. And uh, and she has a tremendous um, business. She's been doing that for more than 10 years, coaching, speaking, um, and she's, she's written some books on it as well. Uh, her gifts are service, teaching, counseling, and encouragement. And she's just a really stellar person. So I'm super excited that she decided to, uh, to, to join me on this episode today. Thank you, Tina, for joining me. Thank you, Michelle. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, yeah. So why don't you tell, um, for those listening, a little bit about your your journey and, and your walk with the Lord. Like, when did you, when did you become a believer? Um, were you raised in the church or did that happen later in your life? Yeah, so I was, uh, yeah, I was raised in the church. Okay. Um, I was raised in the Lutheran church okay. and I accepted Jesus as my savior when I was, oh gosh, you know, I've done it several times because once it's enough, (laughs) (laughs) every time they do an altar call, I'm like, me, me, me. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I think the first time I I was really little um, and I remember sitting on, um, sitting outside on a blanket and there was this guy in the neighborhood that was coming around and doing um, Sunday school kind of classes. And I just remember him saying that Jesus was standing at the door waiting for us to open it. And he led us, you know, those those of us kids that were around, he led us uh, to the Lord that way. So I remember that as being one of my first times. And, you know, things haven't always been, uh, easy or smooth, but I have been blessed in a lot of ways. And, uh, you know, I, I've never walked away. I've always tried to follow what I believe is his direction, even though I am not always sure, because I don't always have, you know, as much clarity as I would like to have. So I go in which way I think I'm supposed to. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit. You've been faithful. You've been faithful to to remaining on that path with him. That's a beautiful testimony. Thank you for sharing. Okay. So why don't we talk about, um, some of the things that are, are on your heart to bring before the Lord. Um, I, 
no, like right before we hit record, I kind of gave you a little bit of the rundown of, of what prophetic listening is. And you've listened to a couple episodes too. So you yes. have prepared. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay. So why don't we talk about, um, well, actually really quickly so that our audience has an understanding. I had you fill out a form um, when you were booking this, this call and you mentioned that you hear God best through songs, lyrics, mm-hmm. Um, as well as kind of that inner knowing and that that feeling, the unction of the spirit. Mm-hmm. How cool, because I, I'm telling you this because I've only had maybe one other guest who primarily heard God through songs, lyrics, and really? then that inner knowing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I hear Holy Spirit that way too, but um, it's it's kind of rare when I when I encounter somebody who's like, yeah, I hear him all the time through through music. So tell me a little bit about that. Has it been secular and worship music, or or just one or the other? I think it's predominantly worship music. That's what I listen to is just contemporary Christian music. And so many times a song has played on the radio, and it just hits me. Um, you know, or even reading a book, if I'm reading a devotional or a book or something, and it just, it just hits me and I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always loved music. I mean, I've always, you know, give me a concert and I'm going to be there if it's a Christian concert. Uh, I think it just, it lifts me up in a way that nothing else does. Yeah. Yeah. Who are some of your favorite artists? Oh gosh. So old time artists, you know, Amy Grant, mm-hmm. uh, Michael W. Smith, because I'm old. Um, contemporary artists, uh, Mercy Me. I still love Mercy Me. Yeah. Uh, King and Country, mm-hmm. uh, Lauren Daigle. I mean, I like so many of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the nice thing is there's such a variety. Yes. now versus you know a few years ago it was a little, it was a little rough <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah well I know yeah yeah great okay so um what are the things what would you say are the top three things that you're wanting to place before the Lord that you're wanting to get his guidance on okay so I struggled with this because I got a lot of things but I <laughs> narrowed it down to three <laughs> okay. so one is so this is the year that I can retire from the school system. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's, this is my 29th year. And at the beginning of the year, I was pretty confident that I was going to wait another year mm-hmm. and make it the perfect 30 years. Um, and now that we're halfway through this year, I'm like, oh, do I want to do I want to do still do this another year? I mean, I I love my job, but I also really want to build my financial coaching business. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm a little conflicted. I'm just I'm not sure if this if I'm supposed to retire now or if I am supposed to kind of wait another year. Okay. And do it in 2025. Okay. So, question is, um, are you leading me to retire? Uh, 2024 or 2025. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and then my second one, and this is something that uh, you and I have talked about because we have previous history through yes. uh, coaching and stuff mm-hmm. uh, is 
I am, I've been thinking about trying to get into the employee financial wellness space and doing workshops and coaching with employees. And I just want to make sure that that is the right direction that God is leading me. Um, Because I, I feel I get excited about so many different kinds of things. I'm like, oh, well, maybe I should do a podcast or maybe I should do this or maybe I should do this. And so many possibilities. (laughs) It's like, is, you know, the, I just got off the, I did a Zoom conference with somebody yesterday about employee wellness. And he's like, you know, it's, it, it, it can be difficult. It's just like with coaching clients. It's still, you know, trying to find the clients, trying to get people to say yes. And that is not my strong suit. Mm-hmm. And so just wanting to make sure that I have clarity and moving forward with that piece. So if you, if you were to do this, would that mean you'd be working for a, a company um, for, a, for another financial company or what would that look like? No, it would still be my own business. I would just connect with uh, the wellness director or the HR manager, and I would be doing workshops for their employees around budgeting and saving and and that kind of thing. And as an add-on could do financial coaching for the employees if they wanted it also. Okay. And then, um, is there like an agency then that would it, that would provide you with those opportunities or you would have to prospect and get them? I'd have to prospect and get them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which I kind of, I mean, like I've joined our, uh, um, I've joined a women's network and I've joined our chamber of commerce here. So I think that's a pretty, you know, good in to start talking to people about it. But I mean, I have a full-time job right now during the day yeah. and, those workshops would need to be done during the day, right. which I can't do, yeah. but I could do them like during spring break and the summers. So I could kind of get my feet wet. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about it. Just wanting to, again, Check clarify, in. make sure yeah. that that's the right direction. It's kind of like a contracting. Yes. Sort of. Okay. Yes. Okay. It, yeah, it would be. Mm-hmm. That's a good word for it. Okay, cool. So we'll ask about that. And then what is the third question? So my third one, I debated whether to say this one or not, because I wasn't sure if it was really appropriate. Um, And it's really personal, but it is what it is. So I am a middle-aged single woman that has never been married and it weighs heavily on my heart. And I think I just... I'm trying to figure out if there is something that God is still trying to teach me in my singleness. Um, you know, and it's not a matter of, I want to know, well, and I do, I want to know why, why am I still single? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but more than that, it's, am I missing something that you're trying to teach me? Um, or how can I use this continued time of singleness for him? Mm-hmm. You know, those are very spiritually mature questions to ask. Um, and, and I applaud you for asking them and, and for your, for your vulnerability. I mean, because, um, I, I completely understand that. Um, and 
I'm in the single boat too. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> um, and so, yeah, we can totally ask God, like, you know, it, it's kind of a culmination of, of multiple questions. You know, why am I still single? Are you trying to teach me something um, in this season? How do I steward it well? Right. Mm-hmm. But right. also, uh, do you have someone for me? And how, if you do, how and when, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't going to get that specific, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Um, so in some prophetic circles, they, they have this weird rule, like no dates, mates, or babies. And, and I understand why, because sometimes people can be making up stuff and, you know, you just, you don't want to um, mess with people's hearts and and get their hopes up and stuff like that. But there are also times when God absolutely speaks to these things and wants to. And so I don't, I don't believe in putting a muzzle on him. If he, if he says, you know, I'm not going to talk about that, then I will respect that. But if he also has something to say to that effect, then I want to listen. I want to hear, you know, so I am perfectly okay um, with, with addressing these. Okay. So we have the three questions. What I want to make sure that, um, that you do is I'm, I'm going to be doing these like one at a time or asking them one at a time. So just make sure that you have room like underneath each question or that, you know, that you have space, uh, for, for God's response, um, for those lyrics, if you hear them or, you know, however it is, he ends up speaking to you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then I will be writing down what I hear as well. And so we'll just do it one question at a time. Um, I'm going to go ahead and clear the room. And again, um, for those listening for the first time, the reason I do this is because whenever we're trying to hear God speak, there are three voices that are typically at play. There is God who we want to hear. Uh, there's the enemy who we do not want to hear and who scripture says he um, can disguise himself as an angel of light. And so we're just shutting that down. Uh, and then there's also our flesh and our own desires and our own inclinations and, you know, just things that can get in the way of, of hearing him um, purely. So I'm going to take care of that through um, this, this prayer and this command, and then we'll just start, start listening. And all I need you to do, Tina, is tell me when you feel like, like you're ready. Um, when you feel like you've received and written down everything for, for that question. And we'll just do the first one uh, first. Okay. So Lord, we just thank you for this time. Father, I thank you for Tina's heart to listen and to hear your voice and your voice alone. We come to you with expectant and grateful hearts. Your word says in James 1, 5, that you pour out your wisdom liberally on all who ask for it. So we just take you at your word. Lord, we repent for all of our sins, sins of omission and commission. We come to you with clean hearts and pure consciences, and we receive the forgiveness that your son died to give us. We renounce, disavow, and change our minds over any agreement with the enemy or the things of the enemy. And we plead the blood of Jesus over us afresh. And right now, in the name of Jesus, I command any spirit that is not of God to be bound and silenced by the blood and the authority of Jesus Christ. Any spirit of deception, confusion, disorder, any spirit trying to disguise itself as an angel of light, as God's voice, I cut off your tongues and I silence your voices. I banish you from our presence and bind you to the foot of the cross. Every last spirit, named or not named, that is not of God, you are banished from this place, rendered ineffective, and completely silenced. I revoke any invitation extended to you, knowingly or unknowingly, by me or by Tina, 
Leave now, go to the foot of the cross, and do not return. We are children of the Most High King, and you are not allowed to speak to us or bring any sort of deception, confusion, or influence of any kind in Jesus' name. And in the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus over our hearts, our minds, our spirits, and our bodies. We command our minds to be silent and still for the duration of this session. We place our minds, thoughts, understandings, and biases on the shelf, and we invite Holy Spirit within us to come to a place of prominence. Holy Spirit, we invite you to take the driver's seat of our beings. We submit our minds, wills, emotions, our flesh to you. Let us see what you see. Let us hear what you hear. Let us perceive what you and only you perceive. We want to receive what you have to say through your spotless lens. And Lord, I just thank you. Thank you for your voice. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your willingness to speak. Let us hear your voice and your voice alone. We come to you with ready and expectant hearts, and we thank you for the revelation you're about to give us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so Lord, we lift up the very first question that Tina has for you, which is, are you leading her to retire um, in this coming 2024, or do you want her to stick it out another year and retire um, in 2025? Okay. Okay, I'm done. Okay. What'd you get? So I was at a concert not too long ago. And while I was at that concert, I, it was packed out. It was Mercy Me and uh, Toby Mac. And it was a sold out concert. And I looked around at all of the kids that were there. And my heart was this, was just there seeing those kids and thinking about my students and how many of them don't know the Lord yet. Mm -hmm. And they are struggling with mental health issues and they are struggling with so much. And I hear God telling me that he's, that I'm not done yet at that school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, immediately when I listened, I got 2025 and then I heard I'm creating an on-ramp. I'm, I'm creating an on-ramp for you for the life of your dreams. I will refresh you this spring and summer. Wait for me. The best is coming. Okay, I'm tearing up. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's got you. Ready for the next one? Yes. Okay. Lord, we just thank you for the clarity that you have brought um, regarding this, this decision um, and your timing for Tina's retirement. And Lord, now we lift up to you the next question, um, which is this, this contracting opportunity that she, that she has to work with different companies to help them with um, basically their financial wellness. And we just lift this up to you, Lord. What, um, what do you have to say about this? Are, are you calling her to do it? Um, or are you calling her to move in a different direction? I feel God taking me back to my why and why I want to do um, employee wellness workshops. And my why is because I want to reach more people. 
because there's a lot of people that can't afford my individual coaching on their own. And by me being able to get into workplaces and have the employer pay for my fee, I'll be able to reach more people and help them become better stewards of their money, which then can, if they are believers, impact the kingdom of God because they can become more generous givers. Mm-hmm. That wasn't, that just kind of got added. I think that was the Holy Spirit. Bringing yeah, that was. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Okay. So um, I actually see kind of a lot of cohesion with what you heard with, with what I got. Um, and I'll tell you why. So I, I actually heard different direction. What will they do for you? This group that you're contracting with, what will they do for you that you cannot do and provide for yourself, um, your own brand? And so I felt like he was saying, um, and I'll, I'll kind of explain that part before I move on to the next. I felt like he was saying, you already have your coaching practice, right? Um, and I, I kind of felt like he was saying, well, under your brand, you could just be doing the consulting and it be your brand, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you contract with these folks, and maybe I don't, I'm not understanding properly, but if you contract with them, is it going to be under their brand or is it going to be under your brand? It would still be under my brand. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it would be like me contacting, let's say I contacted a local hospital yes. and just said, you know, I would love to be able to do a financial workshop on breaking free and escaping the paycheck to paycheck trap. Mm -hmm. And this is how much I charge. So they would pay that fee and they would get, you know, their employees that were interested. So they would take care of all the grunt work and then I would just come in and do the workshop. But yeah, it would still be my business and my brand. So then what, um, who would you be? Is there like a middleman in there that's, that's helping you with that? I would have to contact, uh, my understanding is that my contact people would be HR managers and employee wellness directors. Okay. But, um, so I guess I wasn't understanding because it sounded like you were contracting for a separate company and Mm -hmm. offering these, but you're, but you're not, you're thinking of just independently going out and doing this. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, (laughs) That's on me for not understanding, but either way, the Lord knew because um, I felt like he was saying, um, he made the emphasis, your own brand. And then I heard step out of the boat. You will consult, but independent of, of them, independent of, of, so I basically felt like he was saying, um, as long as there isn't some, some middleman taking a cut of your, what you're earning, then go for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it's between the why, you know, him bringing back me back to my why and then him just emphasizing with you to. That it has to be your brand. Within my brand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I um, And then also the step out of the boat is probably what stood out to me the most in what I heard. 
um, which is precisely what you would be doing if you if you move in this direction. Um, I misunderstood it because I've I've seen people before where they like kind of like life insurance companies, right? They're representing a, a company and mm-hmm. then they're going out and they're getting all these sales and deals for that company mm-hmm. and they're working on commission. And I just right. felt like um, he was like, no, 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 <laughs> not to do that. As long as it's under your brand, it's your your income, then yes, by yeah. all means, do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the third question. Um, if you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lord, we just thank you for, um, for bringing clarity to both questions, uh, and for giving Tina clarity about when to retire and now, um, you know, how to move forward with her consulting, uh, the consulting branch of her business. We lift up to you um, this next question, which is very near and dear to to her heart, and in in some ways is kind of a tender point. Um, and so, Lord, we just want to ask you all of these, trusting that you will you will provide a thorough answer. Lord, um, why is it that Tina is is still single at this point in her life? What are you trying? Are you trying to teach her something um, in this? season of singleness, how can she best steward it? And also, Lord, do you have someone? Um, do you have someone for her? Do you have a husband for her? Do you have a life partner for her? And if you do, what would it look like for her to um, to receive that from you? We just ask you, ask you to speak and to speak boldly. Thank you, Lord. All right. Ready? Yeah. So I don't know. I still feel like I'm kind of blocked on this, but what I, what I wrote down was there a long time ago, I had this dream and I woke up from that dream going, I will wait forever for this man. And that was a long time ago and it has felt like forever, but I do. I remember that dream and believing that there was somebody for me. Um, I wrote down the word yes, because that is what I was hearing, but I don't know what that yes is an answer to. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just was a word that came to me. And then I wrote down, I'm enough. Mm. And I don't know for sure if that means, if that is for me to say that I'm enough without a man, or if that's God saying, I'm enough and you don't need a man. Let's get clarification. Okay. Get clarification. Okay. Lord, um, and I'll listen for this as well what he has to say. Lord, we just ask you to clarify, what did you mean by yes? The yes that Tina just heard. And what did you mean when, when she heard, I am enough? I'm not getting an answer, but I'm feeling a peace. Hmm. Good. Cause I got an answer to both. <laughs> <laughs> 
So as far as the yes goes, I had a very strong sense. And I had this sense when you, when you said it, but I felt it again when we asked, um, I felt that it was a yes in, in response to that memory that you had of, I will wait forever for this man. And I, he has someone for me. I felt like it was a yes affirming that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as the, um, I am enough goes, I felt like he was saying you are enough. And then I felt like he was saying, and I am enough. Uh-huh. I didn't feel like it was though. I didn't feel like it was him saying, I don't have someone for you. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was him saying you are enough just as you are. Right. Mm-hmm. And I am enough to hold you while you wait for who you have, who he has for you. Right. So then I'll go ahead and share with you what I originally heard. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is going to, I hesitated to write this and, um, but I just felt like really strongly he was telling me to write this. I felt like he was saying, you are not a spinster. You are not a spinster. He had me say it twice. Um, then he said, I have held you and kept you for someone precious and dear. I almost felt like he was emphasizing that the weight has been on this person, <laughs> this guy. I don't know what his deal is or what's going on in his world, but I felt like he, I almost kind of got this, this sense, this inner knowing, like you've been ready. He's the one who's, you know, God has Mm -hmm. been working on around with him. Then I heard it is, it is time if you are ready, meaning, um, well, let me just say it. It is time. If you're ready, it is time. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. It is not too late. And then I, um, this came to me uh, to ask, um, do do you want children? Um, I mean, I'm too old to have children myself. I felt like he was saying, I can do that too. Well, I would, I'm, I think I'm probably too old to have children on my own. I mean, I've already gone through menopause and everything. So I think it'd probably be close to a miracle, but if I adopted or he had kids or something like that, then yes, I'm open. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I actually, I felt like this was more of an invitation, um, I felt like he was saying, if this is the desire of your heart, mm-hmm. you want to, if you want to have kids, only if you want to, if you don't want to, or if you're like, eh, I'm okay with that not happening, then that's yeah. fine. But I felt like he was saying, if this is something, a desire that you, you truly want, I felt like he was saying, I can do that too. Like mm-hmm. it's not too late. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I had this sense of, um, there are a couple, I felt like he was saying there are a couple of ways that he can make this, he can make this happen or partner with you, um, and bringing this about and pray, pray into this some more. Um, and we can always ask for clarification too, but immediately there was a particular app that came to me. Uh, it's called hinge. I, I'm not on it. I've never heard of it. Um, someone brought it up to me earlier today and I felt like the Lord just took me right back to that conversation. Um, and she shared, I've never heard of it. 
yeah well she this woman she shared how she met her now fiance on there and um anyway that you just took me right back to that moment when she said that and then the other piece was and if that's not something you're interested in I felt like he was saying ask me for divine introduction through a friend Hmm. and then he repeated ask and you shall receive That's interesting because I have just recently been back in the space of opening myself up to the possibility and asking okay. in this, for this again. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had several intuitive people in my life tell me that God has somebody for me. But when it's been so long, you're just like, you tend to think your intuition is wrong because I've, mm -hmm. I've waited so long. Of course. Of course. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Yes. Um, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. And I think yeah. something else that, um, and the Lord just reminded me of this. Um, I have a, a, a dear friend. Um, she is approaching her 70s, if not already. Yeah, she's approaching her 70s. Um, she got married when she was 51, 52 for the first time. And she's been married for 17 years now. Um, and it happened at a time when she was like, mm, that ship has sailed. I guess it's not going to happen. Like that was her her disposition. And, um, and the Lord just brought him out of nowhere and and <laughs> and he would not go away <laughs> and uh and and they've been happily married ever since and so um you know I just I felt like the Lord was reminding me of that like I like it's not too late I can still yeah. do it I'm still I'm still I'm still Yahweh I'm still doing it so yeah, um are there any questions or clarifications you'd want to ask him or anything further on that topic yeah that or anything no no I mean I, I had written down um you know if is there something that you know God is trying to tell me that I'm too stubborn or consumed by my own voice to hear <laughs> <laughs> sure you know? let's ask do you want to ask it um I think that I think when I asked it, it was more around this whole singleness thing. And I feel like I don't need to ask it anymore. Yeah. 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 That's something that too. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's what we'll do next. I will just pray over you, bless you. And, um, and then I'll just ask you what I ask all my guests about, you know, their, their thoughts on prophetic listening. So let me go ahead and close this out in prayer. Okay. Um, Lord, I just thank you for this time with Tina, for what you've revealed. Thank you, Lord, for being so faithful to, to speak when we ask you um, to, to respond when we seek your voice. And I lift up everything that you have revealed to her in this time, from um, the timing of her retirement to um, consulting with other companies to um, 
to, to her, her personal life, God, and, and the husband that you're bringing into her life, Lord. And I specifically pray, um, tremendous blessing over that Lord, just an outpouring of a favor of your goodness that she would know that she knows that she knows she serves an incredible, gracious, good God. Um, we thank you, Lord, that she is enough. Um, and you, you give exceedingly above what we could ask, think, or imagine. And so I just pray, um, yeah, Ephesians 3 20 over her, that she would experience that, um, in a powerful and tremendous way, even in this next coming year, Lord, that you would just bless her with, um, with the love of her life and bless her in all of her other endeavors as well. Father, um, in her coming in and her going, cover her, protect her, encourage her and be the lifter of her head in every single way. Um, I also speak Proverbs, uh, 13, 12 over her that, that a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. And, and may she see multiple dreams fulfilled in the year to come. This I pray in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. So now that you've experienced prophetic listening, <laughs> oh, um, what did you think? <laughs> wow. So I had told two of my coworkers who are really strong believers that I was going to be doing this prophetic listening session. Yeah. And one of my coworkers was like, what the heck are you doing? And was really worried about me. And the other coworker was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear how it goes. I want to hear more. <laughs> <laughs> so I really didn't, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know if this would work. And I was praying all day. And even last night, God, please let me hear your voice because I don't always feel like I hear him. And I didn't want to be stupid on this session and not be able to hear him. Um, but I think you do such a beautiful job of clearing the room and making that space that you almost can't not mm. hear something that he's telling you. Thank you. So I, um, I feel blessed and, and I'm really, really glad that that I did this. Yeah. It, yeah, I, I I do. I feel clear more clarity than I did before the session. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this with me. I, I always tell people this. It feels like I'm on sacred ground whenever I'm doing something like this with somebody else because it, it is a, a glimpse into your heart, into the the things that are going on in your life, your concerns, and I don't take it lightly at all. And so it truly has been an honor and a privilege um, to, to do this with you, especially since you've never experienced it before. And like you're like, you're sorry, going, I kind of cried a little bit. <laughs> that is perfectly okay. Tears are welcome here. Um, you had grown men cry on this podcast because God speaks. I've had a lot of grown men crying on this podcast. It's it's a uh, it's so it's so powerful when Holy Spirit speaks and He shows up. Yes. And, um, so yeah, I I just I'm truly honored. Thank you for agreeing to um to appear on this podcast. If um people are interested in your financial coaching, if they want to learn about financial stewardship, um where can where can they find you? 
Yeah. So I have a, my website is antrimfinancialcoaching.com. That's A-N-T-R-I-M and then financialcoaching.com. And then my book is called Escape the Paycheck to Paycheck Trap. If anybody wants to buy my book off of Amazon, that would be amazing. Um, And it is written from a Christian perspective. And I've had a lot of really, really amazing reviews from people that have enjoyed reading it. Excellent. And I will put um, all of the, your links and, and um, you know, all of that information in the details and the notes for the show. So thank you so much for, for joining me on this episode, Tina. Thank you for those of you who have watched, who listened. I hope this was a blessing to you. And um, until we see you on the next episode, God bless. Bye. Hey, fam, fam. I want to thank you for taking the time to watch this episode. I really, really hoped that you were blessed by it. If this taught you anything, about hearing God more clearly, about listening to him with other people, if it inspired you watching other people connect with the voice of God, I want to encourage you, share this show. Don't be greedy. Don't keep this all to yourself. Share this show. Let other people know about the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Share it on your social, text a friend about it, bring it up in conversation, whatever that looks like for you. Also, if you could do me a huge solid and leave a review, guys, that helps increase visibility. There is nothing like word of mouth traction. So please leave a review. Lastly, if you want to connect with me on social media, you can hit me up on Instagram at the Michelle Honora. You can also find my work, my resources, my e-courses, as well as the certification program on www.propheticlistening.com. Thank you again. Tune into the next episode. We're here every week. Can't wait to see you on the flip side. God bless.